when you learn to trust God, things become easier. Amen. Things become easier. What do you mean becomes easier? Because the hard thing, first of all, is to trust something that you can't see. Second of all, is to trust something that your whole life you've been told, don't trust nobody. So then now you come to a place where you begin to trust God, things begin to change. Things begin to change for your life. I know uh, 23 years ago when I, when I met the Lord and when God spoke to my life and began to work at my life, I have to learn to trust him. I loved him, but the trust issue was hard. And it goes with everything. When you, when you, meet, a, when you meet someone, you can love a man, you can love a woman, but have trust issues. And that happens in life, that happens in marriages, that happens with young kids growing up. And so I want you to learn today, if we're going to trust God, then we're going to have to learn to put some walls down and learn to depend on God. Amen? And, and this is what I want you to catch today. Tell your neighbor, why don't you try God? How many times we've tried a lot of other things? We tried a lot of other things in our life. Growing up, they, they made you try food you didn't like. Hello. And when you got older, you want to touch that food no more? Hello, somebody. And so when we grew up trying a lot of different things. Uh, uh, my kids, I always have them try different type of food, different type of uh, stuff. And sometimes they're like, no, dad. My only one that's adventurous is Bella. Bella, she'll eat tripas with me, buche with me. She'll eat the foreign food with me. Amen. She doesn't care. She'll just eat it. And she, that, that is, as long as it's got lemon in it, she'll eat it. <laughs> And so this morning, I want you to know, I want you to try God to his fullest. Try God to the fullest. Don't just, uh, I'm just, so a lot of us, that's what we do. We, we take something, we spit out, I don't like it. You haven't even tried, or you even say, I don't like it before you even tried it. And some people have that attitude, well, I don't want to, I don't want to go to church. I hate church. I don't even like, you know, you haven't even tried it. You tried church, but you never tried God. Oh, come on, somebody. Amen. Go, go to Psalms chapter 34, verse 1 says these words i will bless the lord at all times his praises shall continue being in my mouth verse 2 my soul shall make it boast in the lord the humble shall hear of it and be glad almighty the lord with me and let us exalt his holy name together i sought the lord and he heard me and delivered me from my fears listen carefully they looked at me and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed this poor man cried out and the lord heard him and he saved him out of his troubles. Then the angel of the Lord encamped around those who fear him and delivered them. Listen, verse 8 right here. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Father, thank you for your word. God, I pray you would just speak to us, O oh God, and give us a revelation of your word, God, that we would grab a hold of this, O oh God, that we would try you, Father God, and try this challenge just to be, Father God, everything that we can be in you, Father God. We allow you to do what you need to do in our lives. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, amen. amen. How many remember a few months ago, or last year, they're having the ice challenge? Everybody was trying the ice challenge, or this challenge, the chili challenge, the, all these different challenges, a fire challenge, some weird stuff. They started coming up with some weird things, a cinnamon challenge. And, you know, some, of you guys, some of you guys did it. Hello, somebody. You know, some weirdos out here. Hello, somebody. You guys tried these weird challenges they have now, all these weird things. But the reality is I want to challenge your life to try God. Someone say try God. try God. To try God. Try God. Amen. Why? Because here is David, and David is challenging a man. Amen. And he's challenging us that he found God faithful. 
How many know it's good when you, when you find out something and it's true? And so this morning I want you to find out that God, amen, is there for you if you allow yourself to try him. Amen. Listen carefully to this right here. David challenges everyone to try God. He goes, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Mm, mm, mm. He says, see that the Lord is good. Blessings, listen here, blessings are promised to those who accept his challenge. Why David issued this challenge? Why did David issue this challenge? Why did he challenge the people? Why did he challenge all these people? The reason why he challenged them is because he knew that if, if, he, if we try God, we're going to see some good stuff. If we try God, our life will change. Happiness will come. Some people are trying to find happiness in all the wrong places and all the wrong things. See, before you and I got saved, we tried happiness in, 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 trying in, in drugs and alcohol and in a career, amen, in a job and uh, uh, women and men and all these different things in sports. But we, 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 it satisfied for a minute, but it wasn't for eternity. And when we try God and we give our life to God, what happens is God begins to fill the void in your life. The emptiness. Come on, somebody. The emptiness that's there. Pastor, you probably say, well, Pastor, I'm saved. Well, I know you're saved, but there's a place that you lack in trust. Amen. I mean, my wife were talking earlier and I was telling her, I said that there's a principle called sow and reaping. When you sow financial, you reap financial. And the Bible says he has a seed of small, uh, a faith small as a mustard seed. He, he said to that, blue, uh, to that um, blueberry tree to get up and move. I said the process, the process is you and I, our faith in God, it, there's seeds. Our faith is seeds. Are we planting our faith? What are we planting? What are we planting? I go, the hardest thing about it is when you plant, you're expecting a quick return. But your seed has to die. The seed has to die before it gives out fruit. And a lot of us, we don't see, we don't see no fruit. So I, I don't, I don't want to give no more. No, no, the seed has to die. Come on, somebody, the seed has to die. Jesus says, unless the seed dies, we will not bear much fruit. So it's very important that the seed must die and you have to let time take its course. So we were talking about this and I told her that sometimes what happens is when people try God, they don't give them time. How long did you become, how long were you jacked up for? Anybody here or just me? Was, it, was I the only one that was missed up here? Anybody else? How many were holy than thou? So I can follow you. We can switch places. Let's switch places right now. Oh, you're a lying devil. <laughs> How many of us we thought we were holy? Bible says we're not, we're not, we're not righteous. But his righteousness. Come on, somebody. His, I don't want you guys to catch this today because I want to take you somewhere right now before we get moving right now because I need you to see this right now. Was, that's why David was challenging the people. It's not you. It's all him. And you are going to end up in places where we don't want to be. And I know I ended up in places I didn't want to be. I ended up in places doing things I didn't want to do. And now that I've tried God and I accepted Christ in my heart, God says, now this is where I want to challenge you at. She says, I will bless the Lord at all times and praises shall continue to be on my lips. Can you at all times praise God? He goes, when, I, when you go through challenges and you go through difficulties, will you praise God? See, number one, here, listen carefully, church. The Lord had delivered him from his fears. See, when you try God, God will deliver you from your fears. When you accept the Lord and when you give your life to God, God will deliver you from your fears. 
A lot of us, we don't get deliverance in our fears because we don't give our wholeness to God. We don't give all of it to God. We give a little bit. We give, we, we, we'll test it. We'll, we'll, we'll try it. But we don't give the fullness of our lives to God. We don't surrender. Everybody with me so far? But when you give your fullness to God and when you say, what, well, I'm going to try this until the wheels fall off, until everything, just, I'm, I'm going I'm to give it my all. Come on, I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to go for it, bro. Come on, somebody. I'm, I'm going to try this. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to try this. And you don't have reverse in your car no more. You break reverse out of your car. And you just go forward. You go for it. This is what he begins to do, church. And this is what I want you to see. The Lord had delivered him from all his fears. He heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. When afraid, David prayed and he sought the Lord. This is the thing that you have to understand today, church. He says, my soul shall make it boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. I magnify the Lord with, my, with me and let exalt his name together. Let us exalt his name together. Listen carefully. I sought the Lord. Here we go. And he heard me. He heard me, church. I sought the Lord. I, I seek him. See, we need to learn to seek him. When we accept Christ and we allow God to come, maybe you're here today, you don't, you don't know who Christ is. Maybe you never accepted Christ, but today you will. Today will give you opportunity to accept Christ. Amen. Today give you opportunity to accept the Lord in your heart. Maybe you've fallen away. Maybe you drifted away, but God said, come back. Let's make this, let's make this right. And so God has opportunity to say, well, let, let's do this. And in doing this, I can take you to places you've never been. And so here you need to understand here that David is saying, I sought the Lord. We need to seek God. We need to pray. If we're not praying, amen, we're playing. If we're not praying, we're straying. If we're not praying, we'll find ourselves being, uh, being, being, uh, find ourselves that we find ourselves belittling ourselves. Well, God, you're not real. He's not real. This is not real. And so we start, we start pointing out all the faults in the things of God. Prayer takes away your criticism. Oh, man. Come on, somebody. Prayer takes away criticism. When you pray, you're no longer criticizing because now you are crying out to a God you can't see, but a God that will show up. Oh, you don't hear me, though. And so we have to understand that we need to seek the Lord. He says, I sought the Lord, and he heard me. So God hears you. God hears your cry. God hears your prayers. God can only hear someone who opens up their mouth. God's not going to read your mind. He knows what's in your mind, but he's not going to sit there and be reading your mind. Oh, you know, the mysticals. And he's not no magician. He's not a warlock. Hello, somebody. He's not a brujo. Hello, he's a God. Come on, so he's God. Oh, man, come on. He's Al Shaddai, amen. Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. Amen. He's not a white witch. Hello, somebody. I don't know why I'm going there, but Holy Ghost is moving now. Here we go. He, he, and the Lord hurt him. See, God wants to hear from you. God wants to hear from you. Amen. How many young teenagers here that, that you're going to something? Amen. You want people to hear you? I don't know about you, but I know I was a teenager. I wanted somebody to hear me. So I broke stuff. Kicked down doors. Hello, somebody don't hear me though. I, I rebelled. Amen. I didn't want to do what my parents told me to do. I wanted them to hear me, but I didn't know how to express myself. I, don't, I didn't have an outlet, so my outlet was, 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 was too radical. Hello. But I wanted them to hear me. Can you hear me though? Hello, somebody. 
And uh, they heard me all right, but I got the wrong results for hearing me. <laughs> got kicked out, thrown out, amen, in the street. Why? Because I was trying to have somebody hear me. See, you can have somebody to hear you if you cry out to God. There's a God that hears you. Come on, there's a God that hears you. And not only does he want to hear you, not only does he want to hear you, church, he wants to help you. My God. He wants, and he won't criticize you, and he won't look at you and say, you know what, what's wrong with you? No, he'll say, good, let it go. Let it go. Come on, somebody, let it go. In prayer, we have to learn to let some stuff go. We're holding down to some stuff that we have no business holding on to. That's why, church, you're still full of fears. Because there's some stuff you haven't let go. Almost you're afraid to speak it. You're afraid to say it. He says that, that when, when, when afraid, David prayed, church. I sought the Lord. And he, listen carefully. This is the thing I want you to catch here. He, he sought the Lord. He heard me in the th- third part. He goes, and delivered me. He delivered him from my fears, my God. He was delivered from his fears. Come, come on, brother, really quick, real quick. I want you to stand right here for me, real quick. Right here, stand right here. Stand right there. Here's, here is the gentleman. And here's this gentleman. And, and I want you to lift up your hands real quick. And he's crying out to God. He's crying out to the Lord. And God says, I'm here. This is, this is, this is the simplicity I want you to catch. I'm going I'm to pull you out of your situations. I'm going to deliver you from your fears. So don't worry about it. In prayer, God will speak to you. In prayer, you might not hear a verbal voice, but you'll feel a comfort. You'll feel a peace of mind. You'll feel a strength. Simply because he cried out and he opened up and God hurt him. And when God hurt him, literally God's saying, I'm taking you now because I, I, don't, I don't want you to stay stuck in the place where you're at. I want you to free, free. Come on, walk with me. I want you to feel free because you're delivered. Come on, I want you to now bring you to this point right here. Stand right here. Come on, somebody. Now lift up your hands. He says, now I pulled you out of your fear, out of your hurt, and I brought you into joy and to happiness and a peace of mind and a peace of heart and a peace of God. So rejoice because I heard your cry and I delivered you. How many want to go from there to there? Come on, how many want to go from there to there? Come on, give the Lord a good praise. Come on, thank you, brother. And that's what David is saying is when you try me, when you allow me to be who I am, that I can do what I need to do. You with me so far? I want you to understand when we let God be God, then we enable him to be God. And we just become the sons and daughters of Christ so that he can take us to a place we've never been. I want to take you to have happiness. I want to take you to a place of greatness. I want to take you to a place of trusting me and a place, amen, that I've called you, amen, is great and mighty because I have a calling on your life and I have great things for you, but you got to cry out to me and you have to trust me and believe in me because I'm for you and not against you. Come on, somebody, amen. So David sought the Lord. He sought the Lord and he heard him and delivered him. The key thing is from his fears. What are your fears? See, what are your fears? See, the fears, we don't really talk about our fears. We really don't. You know, we talk about, we talk about the surfaces of it. Well, you know, but if we really get into really of our fears, it'd be pretty scary. But we, we talk surfacely about certain things in our life. Amen. And so we don't really give all of it to God. I remember sitting there and crying out to God and when I first got saved and I was just pouring out. They told me just talk to him like he was a normal person. So that enabled me to start talking 
Some people think, well, I don't know how to pray, Pastor. I don't know. It, prayer is very simple. Just talk to him like you talk on the phone. And if you, ever, if you can't do that, just put your hand on your phone like this and start talking. <laughs> or pick up, turn your phone off and just act like you have a phone on and start talking to it. That'll help you pray. And I'll never forget it. I, I was right there and I just started talking to God and that guy was, that guy, he was talking back to me. I just saying, God, you know what? I'm, God, I'm messed up. I need help, God. I, I, I need you to help me and I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. And, and I just started talking to him. And he heard me. I'll never forget it. The first time that I really became open with God, he heard me. I felt him really touch me. And I, forget, I was sitting in the truck and I was in the passenger side and I was waiting outside and, and uh, I was waiting for a while. I was, I was, I was, uh, I was in the home and he's sitting there. They had me waiting like for about three hours in the van and I'm kicking back. They were inside doing something. I was just waiting, and I, and I just started praying. Just started talking. Just started talking. Started talking. Started talking. And pretty soon, man, I just started crying. And I just started breaking down, saying, God, man, I just started being real. Because sometimes, you know, we can, we can be fake in prayer. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God, everything is great. And thank God for this date. Hallelujah. You know, you can just, you can just get weird in your prayer. In reality, that's all good. But you need to get deep down intimate with God in your prayer come on amen David said David said you know what I got some issues and I need to get them out some fears amen some fears amen why am I saying it because David had many reasons to fear church he tended sheep along amen alone amen in his youth he was he was young by himself tending sheep and what showed up? A lion and a bear. Lion showed up. He's tending sheep. He's a young teenage boy. A lion shows up. I don't know about you, man, but I, I, I might not like to run, but I will run. Hallelujah. <laughs> I won't climb me a tree. Amen. I, if I, believe it or not, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I won't do it. <laughs> or, or roll up and look like a boss. But something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. But he faced the lion and a bear. And he went and he battled it. He battled the lion and the bear and he tore them apart, church. And, 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 and he, 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 he faced another thing, which was Goliath. And so he started figuring out, you know, God help me with the bear and the lion so he's going to give me the strength to come over conquer this Goliath. Come on, somebody. Come on. He, he, he's going to give me the strength. So he says, I, I don't come and face this guy with, with any weapons, but I come in the spirit of the Lord. So he knew the power of trying God. He knew the power of accepting Christ. He knew the power of full surrendering to Christ. He knew the power of being open to God. He knew the power of prayer. Come on, somebody. He, he knew it. So his fears began to, began to drizzle away. Amen, because you will be saved and you're going to be facing some fears. And if you don't get a hold of God, they will become stronger in you. And you can be saved five, ten years and still have fear in you. Fear to fully trust God. Amen. So he's going through these trials in his life. And David sought the Lord when he was afraid, church. And he did it. And it is a great example I need you to understand right here. And, 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 and this is where he went and he fought Goliath and he conquered Goliath. Because there's always going to be giants... When you're seeking God. There's always going to be things that are going to get in your way when you start seeking the Lord. When you start surrendering. When you say, I'm going to give it all I got. There's going to be some stuff that you're going to be faced with. And they're going to try to hold you back. Try to stop you. 
See, what are your giants? Can you really look at your giants today? Can you really look at it and really be honest with yourself? If not, then they're gonna, those giants are going to grow bigger and stronger and multiply. Those lions and bears are going to multiply. He was, even, he was even chased down by his own king to kill him. He got jealous and they chased him, David, to kill him. See, when you don't kill the kings in your life, they will multiply. David said, David looked and David fought and David seeked the Lord and the Lord helped him in his fears. See, that's what I need you to understand. Not only in his fears, church, because I, I, I know that fears and troubles are two different things. Do you know that? Fears and troubles are two different things. Fears are, 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 are things that, that, that horrify you, that things that, that paralyze you. Trouble is what you get yourself into. Has anybody got themselves in trouble here? Anybody got themselves in trouble? Amen. Praise God. Honest people. Amen. I love this church. Amen. You, 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 get, you got yourself in trouble. See, not only did God deliver him from his fears, but God also saved him out of his troubles. See, God will handle your fears, guys, if you give them to him. Don't hold on. Why hold on to your fears? Does that make any sense? Hold on to your fears. Like you get your fear. You know, you got you get your person is full of fear. It's full of fear, you know, because your purse is full of something. Hello, somebody. And, and, and the men's wallet got a bunch of business cards and you ain't got no business having those cards. <laughs> and so we, we're full of something. And so we got to empty it. Somebody empty it. Empty it. Women, when you empty your purse, come on. I, 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 I got a wife. And when it's perch clean day, it's perch clean day. I don't know how you get all that stuff. I don't know how you guys get the kitchen sink, the restroom inside there, the kitchen inside there. I don't know how you guys do it, but you do it. You guys have everything inside that purse. Hey, man, the kids need something. Here, go, I mean, look, here it is. But when you clean that purse up, man, it's, it's light. It's light. It's light, man. It's like, my God, what, did you really need all that stuff? But you emptied it out. It's the same way we need to empty out our fears. Don't hold on to them. Look, look at the second thing I want to talk about is troubles. The Lord had saved him from out of all his troubles. My God. Look at verse 6 really quick. The poor man cried out and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. My Lord. Come on somebody. He, he saved him out of all his troubles. Amen. Sometimes all we can do is cry out to God, church. Amen. I don't know about you, amen, uh, but there's some trouble you get yourself into. Men got big mouths and they put themselves, they say things they shouldn't be saying. Men, women, no women? Okay, that's fine. Then. Men are perfect, women are wrong. No? All right. <laughs> got even quieter, hallelujah. <laughs> I was trying to back your women up, but they said no, all right. The reality, men put their mouth, their foot in their mouth. And so, so we have to learn to that God can get us out of our troubles. I don't know about you, but when I got saved and, and, and I got married, I, did, I, did, I didn't know how to be a husband. Maybe you guys did, but I didn't know how to be a husband. So I was, I was a jerk. Beef jerky, amen. Amen, and I, I was saying the wrong things and at the wrong time, saying the wrong stuff, and I was like, I was, and I was like did, I, did I do something wrong? You're not talking to me. Now, I've been married 17 years. A long time ago, hello. But I was always saying the wrong thing, get myself in trouble, and I paid for it. 
Then I say, God, help me out of this. God, give me a hand. God, Lord, you know, are you got me. And God will always deliver me out of my trouble. And I had to learn to stop getting myself in trouble. Come on, I had to stop getting myself in trouble. Come on, I had to stop getting myself in trouble. There's a lot of troubles that happens is when we don't obey, when we don't obey God, when we don't obey the things of God, we get ourselves in trouble. And the Lord said, I, I heard him. I heard his troubles. And there's some extreme things that happen when we get ourselves in extreme troubles. You get in extreme trouble, amen, and God says, uh, uh, I'm here for you to help you. But we cannot use God. This is what I want you to see today. We cannot use God as a license to sin. And some of us, we develop a license to sin. God, well, God will get me out of trouble. No, 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 no. I'm t- <laughs> Let me rephrase this kind of trouble. This is trouble that, uh, that, uh, that's in the, on, a, on a carpet that you can't see and you trip on it. And, and you fall. And some of us, we make mistakes and we'll fall and things happen. But when it becomes reprobated, it becomes a habit. So God said, I want to break your habits, but don't, come on somebody, but don't use me as a hand, as a crutch. See, trying God creates and heals our lives. That's why he delivers us. He delivers us to make us whole. Delivers us so when trouble comes and we get trouble that faces out of nowhere, like on the way here, there was a car that was turned upside down. And all of us were trying to figure out how did that car turn upside down? There was nothing around. It was by its upside down. We're trying to figure out how did this guy get upside down? And we're looking at it. We had to go all the way around and detour. And sometimes things happen. You might get a detour in your life. But you better get yourself back to the house of God. Oh, you don't hear me though. Trouble might put some detours in your life, but you better learn to get back to the house of God. Because trouble sometimes tries to keep you away. Trouble will try to make you hide. Anybody know what an ostrich is? Ostrich? You know what an ostrich does when it's afraid? Sticks his head in the ground. And what's sticking out? Hello, somebody. It thinks it's hiding from everybody. I got away. I got away. And there it is right there. The biggest part is sticking out. The smallest part is in the ground. And it thinks it got away from trouble. But it didn't. Amen. So that's what we need. <laughs> we need to understand. We can't just put our head in the ground and think like, oh, it's, it's going to be okay. No, it's not. But if we cry out to God and we trust the Lord, he will deliver us out of our trouble. Come on, somebody. Amen. And we have to learn. Amen. We have to learn that our God cares enough for us. That he cares enough for us. That he, he, he saved us. He delivered us. Amen. He, he, he saved us. He delivered us. And if we only stay crying out in the times of trouble and we find our way back home, he'll take care of us. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a good clap offering. Amen. Look at me really. I want you to look at the, the, the scripture under it. We want to look real quick at verse 7. The angels of the Lord encamp around those who fear him and deliver them. This is verse 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. He says, I, I, I take the fears. I, t- I take your troubles, amen, that come to you. Amen. And if you learn to come back to me, don't worry about it. He says, and he says, and, and he goes on to that part. And he going to the next place that you need to understand. He says, and blessed is the man who trusts in him. He's saying that is, is the blessings come 
And you're going to see God when you continue to trust him. When you don't let your fears, amen, handicap you, don't let your fears disable you, let your fears keep you in, a, in, a, in just in suspense, and you don't let your troubles detour you, you don't let your troubles cause you to go somewhere else or, or to run away, that you can finally see the end results. The end result. The end result is this. You cried out to me. You, 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 you got a hold of me. Amen. So blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. You trusted me. You loved on me. You kept strong. You cried out to me. I've got the blessings coming. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fulfill the purpose in your life and the destiny in your life. But why? It's because you hung around long enough to see it. Amen. See, because we've hung around long enough to see a church, God is blessing our church. Come on, God has given us a new, new building. Amen. We're in the process of it. Amen. We're, we're, getting, we're getting to a place where God wants us to be. But we went through some stuff. We got the building burned. It, it was a horrific sight. A fearful sight. People say, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? We had nowhere to go. We had no home. But we had to trust the Lord. Come on, somebody. We have to, we have to trust the Lord. We have to remember. Amen. We have to, we have to remember, remember, go back to God. Try God. It's a challenge. We have to try God. We have to, we have to, we have to, we, have, we, have, we can't try all these other things and lean on our own understanding. We have to learn to just seek the Lord. And in doing that, God, God opened up a building for us here. Come on, God opened up a building, amen, in the other place to go. God provided for, in the middle of our fears. God provided, amen, because it was a fearful thing. How many know what I'm talking about? I don't know about you, but I, it was for me as a pastor. I'm like, God, what are you going to do, God? I need you to do something. I had to cry out to him and give him all my fears. And then I had to try to give him all the trouble that came with it because we didn't have no system, no mics, nothing. We had nothing. We had everything burned in the building. The first service, we had two little speakers and a mic. Amen. And, and the drums were, was a box. Hit a box. And we went for it. And in the middle of that, we started crying out to God and trusting the Lord and God began to provide Come on, God begins to provide. God begins to provide. God begins to provide, church. Amen. And I'm saying that is why, because we begin to see the blessing. Now we're seeing the full picture, the full picture of everything. And this is the same thing in your life. If you can learn to see what I'm saying, look at your life. Look at your life. Have I ran to God with my fears? Have I given him my troubles? Or have I hidden him from him? Have I not really cried out to him? Have I not really poured out my life to him? Amen. You know, I, I, I talked to my sister yesterday. We are going over laughing. And, and I've talked to my sister, um, Maria, my, my sister. Maria, some of you guys might know her. Uh, um, I mean, seen her a long time. We, were just, we haven't, I haven't talked to her in years. Man. We're just talking and, and we're just talking and going over some stuff when we were younger. And she showed me, showed, showed me some pictures when I was a baby. I said, Lord, have mercy. And I, and I was like, man, I said, send me some pictures of, of my dad because my dad passed away years ago. So I wanted to see him like almost 18 years ago. I said, I, I want to see, I want to show my kids because never, they'd never seen his, their, their grandpa. And so I want to show them some pictures and, and share some stuff with them, talk to them about him. And we were just talk, laughing yesterday. And I said, my God, I, remember, I, can't remember, I remember some of these pictures. I said, man, it was, it was laughing. Then I told her, you know what? I says, I go, the trouble that I have and thing that I had to let go was they never got to meet their grandpa. So there's some things that we might have inside of us that we don't even know. I, that, didn't, that never bothered me before. Until yesterday, I started going to picture something arose. And I had to learn to give it to God. Come on, we had to learn to give it to God. So there's sometimes, there's things that are inside us that we don't know. And they rise up on certain occasions. And those things, those things 
disable us, guys. And those things make us do stuff that we shouldn't do. That's how we get ourselves more in trouble. I don't know about you, but how many times have, have a thought or, or something got you in trouble? And God said, you know what? Let me, let me deliver you out of that. Come on, let me deliver you out of that. Amen. Let me deliver you out of that. Why, why is he saying, let me deliver you out of that? Because the enemy wants to deliver you in his hands. So if the enemy can grab a hold of you back again, imagine how we used to live. Imagine going back to that. God says, no, no, no. So that's why you have to give me your fears, give me your troubles, so you can see who you really are. I don't know about you, amen. This wasn't who I was when I got saved. What you see now, 23 years ago, wasn't what you see now. But I stayed around long enough to give him my fears, my troubles, so I can be a blessing, amen. So I can be blessed, so you can be blessed, so we can do what God called us to do. Come on, give the Lord a good clap offering, amen. I want us to stand this morning, church. Amen. There's, uh, there's something that we need to understand this morning. And that is uh, accept David's challenge and try God today. Try him in a way you never have. Try him in a way where there's full reliance in God. Try him in a way where you say, God, I'm going to give you everything. I'm not going to hold back from you. I'm going to give everything to you. I need to let go of certain stuff. There's some things and some stuff that I've been through growing up that you need to let go. Every head bowed, every eye closed this morning. You're saying that, you know, you say, well, Pastor, you know, I'm older already. But yeah, but there's still some stuff that you haven't let go. I dealt with men that were in their 60s and their 70s that had an issue with their father. And, and that was their problem they had is that they never let go of that issue. There was fears and there was troubles that happened through growing up. And some of us have some fears and troubles that we really haven't let go. And so we hold on to them and they disable us. And so we find ourselves hiding and running and, and playing this weird Christianity thing. So God says, I need that to cease now and become the full force blessing that you're called to be. Become the full force woman that you're called to be. The full force husband you're called to be. You become that individual that you're called to be. Like David. David became a king. He became a king. Church. He became his destiny. He was able to see his purpose. From a shepherd boy to a king. Through a process that he had to go through. And God says, I, I want to take you from just being saved to the place of, of greatness, to the place of, of, of the, the max potential in your life. But we got to let go of some stuff. Maybe here this morning you're saying, Pastor, there's some things I need to let go. There's some fears I need to let go. There is some, there, there's some troubles that I got myself into that I need to just cry out to you. And, and I didn't let some things go. Maybe you're here this morning you're saying, Pastor, I, I, need to, I need to give my life to God. I need to get saved. I need Jesus this morning. If that's you this morning, I want you to lift up. I want to pray with you this morning. I need Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God sees that hand. God sees that hand. God sees that hand. Maybe you hear this word and say, Pastor, I've fallen away. I've drifted away and I need to come back. I need God. I need a restoration. If that's you, lift up. I want to pray with you this morning. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God sees that hand. Or you're here today and say, Pastor, I, I just need to let go. There's some stuff that I'm holding on to. I just need to pour it out. I thought I got rid of it. But while you were talking, some stuff just started. I felt some stuff in me. See, that's where you know you haven't let go. God said, I, I need to take that from you. Give me that. 
situation. Give me that problem. Give me that fear. Give me that. Give me your mom. Give me your dad. Give me your son. Give me that situation. Give it to me. Let me take over. Lay it on me. Let me deliver you. Let me give you happiness. Let me give you peace. Let me give you strength. Let me help you get through this. If that's you this morning, the gospel, I want you to come. I want you to come right now. I want you to come. Say, God, here, here is my circumstance. Here is my situation. Here are my fears. Here are my hurts. Here are my troubles. I'm tired of holding on to them. I'm tired of holding on to them. I'm tired of holding on to neglect and hurt. I'm tired of holding on to all this pain. I need to let it go. Because when trouble comes, I don't want to hide. I don't want to run. But I want to trust you. I don't want to do, I don't want to go to the left or to the right, but I want to go straight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, begin, begin to worship. Hallelujah. 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 Give them all your joy. 